Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to The Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy, at Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. Do you like your stories told through pictures? Then you can also follow us at Real Nerds on Instagram. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Camera, action! Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd can... Just talk film! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Take it outside. Welcome to the 601st installment of Real Nerds Podcast. I am Ryan, and I am joined by Brad. That number is so big. I know. I I can't even fathom it. (laughs) I know. I don't even know what to... We've turned the corner on another 100 episodes. Is 601 the biggest number ever? It could be. Factually. Is it the largest number? But what... Wait, what about 602? Oh, shit. We just have more episodes after this one. Oh, 603. <laughs> what are we going to well, do? Brad, it's it's going to keep on getting bigger. Like, uh, no, I won't go there. Um, <laughs> it'll keep on getting bigger because every week we see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. You, the listeners, who have stumbled upon the greatest movie podcast of all time. In my article I write of my favorite films of all time, I say... Opinions may vary, but I don't care about other people's opinions. I was going to go with that. We are the greatest movie podcast of all time. Uh, I second that. Although, you know, uh, I, I did see you put mall rats at like a hundred and something. And so now every movie after that you've been posting, I'm like, really? You like that more than mall rats? <laughs> and that's just the barometer now. It's like another movie pop up. Like, oh, cool. Really? More than mall rats? I feel like <laughs> yeah, I don't know you. It's, um, it's definitely the, uh, thing I do think about, honestly, because, um, you know, I did this list a little bit ago and I mean, I, I'm pretty confident in where I have everything. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I do tinker with it still a little bit because I'm like, is this movie really better than this movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it has moved around a lot. So it's still a fluid list. Uh. So, yeah, I mean, the movies are locked in. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is my latest one. And really, that one was more of a culmination of the trilogy, if that makes sense. Yeah, but you made the list before that movie came out, right? Uh, yes. So it's so a recent it edition. Be, it used to be Guardians of the Galaxy, just Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. And then I go, man, but... It feels like two and three, they're all part of this overarching story of Rocket and Peter Quill. And so I decided to make three as a way of celebrating all of them. Um, gotcha. But, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but I know I you like have, Guardians of the Galaxy more than Mallrats. That's just wow. <laughs> um, it's because I, I, I love Mallrats, but I actually love a Kevin Smith movie more. 
Okay. Um, and that shows up actually pretty a lot later on my list. Um, but I, I mean, there will be some surprises. Um, yeah, Destry rides again. You like more than Mall Rats? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Had no idea. Yeah. Um, Happy Gilmore, Hot Shots. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- those two make sense to me. Uh, but yeah, I um, yeah, as it slowly becomes, as my list is revealed. Um, it'll be fascinating because this is my last one I did. I did United 93 and I have to tell you, it is really fucking depressing writing about the events of 9-11. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm trying. And like, so yeah, honestly, I didn't even remember it was yesterday. I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's one of those things where, uh, cause I like to write the, I write the whole summary of the movie. And I'm writing it. I'm like, oh, and then this plane crashes into this building and kills thousands of people. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is really depressing. And because um, it, it should be up later today, my following movie is Tommy Boy. And if those <laughs> two aren't like so polar opposite, um, and it, it, it was it was nice because I'm about halfway done writing it. It's just nice writing about. And here's where Chris Farley like falls down. Meh <laughs> 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 meh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rippy dear. Yeah. I'm just surprised not, you had felt you can like, I'm surprised you felt compelled to write like in detail the events of 9-11 at all. Like you could have just said like, you know, the events of 9-11 and then just moved on to the rest of the movie. Like, you know what happened. <laughs> I know, but it's so hard because, like, and then I also felt as I'm writing it that I don't want to, um, disperse the memory of. Yeah, people. exactly. Especially the people on that flight that were so heroic. And I, it's like, man, I could just gloss over this stuff and I don't have to write it as detailed, but then it doesn't make the sacrifices of, you know, the poor flight attendant that was killed by them or the pilots that were killed by them. If I just gloss over that, I feel like I'm doing a disservice. Yeah. If you just um, tell the reader, like, you know what happened, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. It feels like it wasn't as important. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it was really fucking depressing writing about it. <laughs> um. There's like some movies that I have really a lot of fun writing about, you know, like, uh, Inglorious Bastards. I had a lot of fun writing about, um, United 93 was definitely one that I did not have fun writing about. Um, uh, but I don't know if Schindler's not, list is going to end up in your list, but good luck with that it's one. Not. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just interesting too, because, and we say this all the time on our film explosions. Um, Schindler's list is a brilliant movie. It really is. But I don't know if I can watch it, you know what I mean, all the time. Um, and that's why it's not one of my 150 favorite films. It's probably one of the best 150 films of all time, but I can't, I can't watch it that much. Yeah. I just can't do it. Anywho, this week we saw, uh, Bottoms. Stay tuned where we will recommend the film or not play the trailer and then spoil the movie. Um, We also talk about the big movie news. There isn't any and stuff we've watched throughout the week. Um, Yes, what we do. Um, I will say because we we recorded our 600th episode last week. Wink. And um, it was really cool seeing uh, Tears of the Kingdom on a big screen and like a legit big screen. 
Oh, it was so much fun to play on the big screen. Uh, actually, even more impressive was just the five point or seven point one surround sound. Yeah, that was even better. I feel like I should rent out the bug to play Mortal Kombat or something. We're trying. We've been trying for years to get like a game night, like a like a public game night thing happen there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just you know we're understaffed, so it just doesn't yeah end up happening. But um, definitely a private rental. Like uh, part of the reason I was playing uh, was the day before there was a show there that got canceled, and so we had to Alex and I had had to kind of sit there and make sure that people who showed up for it, you know, had explained to them like what happened so we just had to wait around with like the door open the whole time and so we're hoping like people would walk by and notice it and it's like oh i can play video games on the screen at the bug and rent it sweet Mm. so yeah yeah that'd be fun yeah we we actually did it uh for alex's birthday um last year so he had like a bunch of like um uh, what are they like the mini like raspberry pi things so there's a couple of different screens in the theater and the big one had the switch. And then there's a couple other, and uh, like in the lobby that had like a Atari and a super mm. Nintendo. So eventually we That's want to make cool like idea. the stage kind of like an arcade, but you know, not like the cabinets, but has all the different uh, consoles laid out. You play different ones all at the same time. That'd be sweet. With the, with the big screen for the premium stuff. Anyhow. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good I think it's a great idea. Um this week we saw Bottoms. Brad, did you recommend Bottoms? This is one of my favorite movies of the year. Um I, I don't want to sound too reductive of of it because it's it's definitely its own thing, but it's pretty much Clerks, Super Bad, and not another teen movie all all in one. <laughs> I love that analogy. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're it's their own thing, but it encompasses all their elements from like, I recognize stuff from those movies, um, you know, in this sort of new thing. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I, recommend. Um, I, uh, it's one of my favorite movies of the year too. And when you just said that, like a light went on over my head where I go, yeah, it's profane, <laughs> like clerks. It's, um, set in high school, like super bad. Like and two, then there's the two main characters, like their goal is to get laid, which is like yeah. super bad. Yeah. And there's stuff I don't want to, I'll, I'll spoil it after the trailer, but the not another teen movie is very uh, spot on. Um, uh, here's the trailer. I make sure uh, you should find the red band trailer. It's funny. Here's a trailer for um, bottoms. Could the ugly, untalented gays please report to the principal's office? Guess that's you guys. Tonight is our night. We're getting the cooch. I'm gonna talk to Brittany. You can say hi to Isabel. What would I say? Hey, girl, how's your boyfriend? How's his penis? I'm gonna expel you both for committing a crime against Jeff. Get out of the car. You can't tell me what to do. Get out of the freaking car. We were just practicing for our self-defense club. So it's like a fight club? Yes. Just stay in your lane until you're munching Beaver at Wesleyan. Yes, sir. What's your plan here? Jeff is psychotic, and they're picking on the weak and defenseless. So we teach a bunch of girls how to defend themselves. They are grateful to us. Adrenaline is flowing. Next thing you know, Isabel and Brittany are kissing us on the mouth. You can be our club advisor. You know, my mom did say I need to pick up a hobby. 
to our fucking fight club. Let's get it popping in this motherfucker. I want that trophy. Space like this, it means a lot to people. I'm gonna finally reverse stalk my stalker. Yeah, I'll be able to kill my stepdad. Awesome. Okay. It seems so supportive of women, especially the hot ones. Men need therapy. Are you cheating on me? No. I literally saw you yesterday. So nerd, I fucked your mom. We are literally at the bottom. We have nowhere to go but up. Your club is over. They deserve a shot at showing everybody how fucking cool they are. Let's go fuck up some football players. I want that trophy. You created a fight club to get some coochie. Yeah, I ain't know how to work that thing. I know y'all ain't tickling the pearl. I just don't know if you're supposed to be talking to us like that, just like as a teacher. Dude, we only play red brand trailers on this podcast if they have I, them. You know, I just feel like I have to remind you because I fucking love fucking cuss words. And I know that uh, Carol really fucking hates how many times I say fuck, but sometimes, you know, you fucking have to. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Bottom tells um, the story of two high school girls named PJ and um, why can't I remember? I literally saw this yesterday. Me too. Uh, hmm. Um, blanking. you know what really helps i can just open up imdb because you know josie josie thank you and i love that name too um there are two girls who are <laughs> are on their way to a state or like a high school welcome back carnival and they both have crushes in their class and they're both lesbians so um josie has a crush on a girl who's dating the number one football player on the team. And I don't even know what position he plays because they never <laughs> really say. Um, I think quarterback. Yeah, and, isn't the number one position always quarterback? Well, uh, yeah, it is, but. <laughs> it's like um, Hazel was saying the guy, the guy who throws the balls, <laughs> the main guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when she's trying to explain what football is, is yeah. great. Um, yeah, so they're on their way to this like school fair to finally admit their uh, love to these girls or their crushes, I guess is a better word, and how they're going to do it. And they both are. Um, it's really funny because uh, you know Josie's kind of reserved. But she still has this naughty mouth about her. So yeah, she's she, kind of funny. She's the Dante. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, PJ's the Randall. Yeah. And so they go there and they're kind of thrust in this um, to talking to him. <laughs> and it happens to come out through, um, he just said her name too Hazel. <laughs> Hazel, that they went to Juvie and they, um, killed somebody <laughs> yeah like hazel takes everything they say too literally <laughs> yeah. like you ain't um, literal shit <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> um so the whole movie is them trying to um finally confess their to their crushes that they like them um 
But as they're leaving <laughs> the fair, um, asshole boyfriend, who is the definition of like Jeff. Mr. Toxic, um, <laughs> he, he tries to prevent from going and she barely touches his knee and he freaks out about it. <laughs> and he shows up the yeah, next the whole day team. in crutches. <laughs> yeah. Um, when the, the, the full team, like, his second in command, like, notices him, and the whole team, and there's, like, the one football player's, like, rolling over the car hoods. <laughs> no, that's what I, that's, when you said not another team movie. So I need to see this movie again. One, because the dialogue is really clever and really funny. Oh, and yeah. if you really listen to it, it I, I talked about this in episode 600. I love movies where the dialogue is what they're saying is actually kind of stupid, but it's said in a way that makes it really funny. This movie is littered with that. And where um, like the football players only always wear their football stuff. Yep. <laughs> and um, the, yeah, the number two guy is like, I don't know. He has a flip phone, <laughs> but if you watch in the background, anytime something with the football players is happening, it's fucking hilarious. Um, uh yeah actually um i watched it again last night but i actually caught a captioned version of it at the mills so <laughs> i got to i got to read all the dialogue and there's like stuff in the background from like people saying stuff off screen like i think every time jeff's on screen uh like someone off screen says like sign my pussy <laughs> um, so, yeah and like jeff like cracks me up because he picks up what's his God damn it the girl that um, Josie has a crush on. Isabel. Isabel. He says, I'm going to pick you up, you know, because I'm like really strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or after, So he comes into school after he has this traumatic injury after he was assaulted. And the two girls get called into the principal's office. Wait, wait, wait. Because they go to class. And then yeah. there's like the one football dudes like in a cage in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then I think the scene lasts for like, two minutes and then the bell rings and then pj's like really class is over already like yeah it's, it's so stupid and even uh marshawn lynch is great in this movie uh yeah is like uh, fake allyship <laughs> what was the name of the um porn magazine he's reading divorced oh, and, and happy and happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah his whole thing is he's upset about his divorce so he just hates hates on women the whole time yeah uh, uh, so it's great so they get <laughs> the principal says, could the non-talented, non-attractive gays come to my office? And yeah, he knows uh, that he's yeah, <laughs> talking uh, about Josie and PJ. Ugly and talented gays, yeah. <laughs> so they, the big thing is they have a homecoming game against their arch rivals in 30 days, and everybody has to be prepared. Yeah. They have this announcement that says, I was punched in the face by, what the fuck is the other school's name? Um, uh, I know that the Golden Huntington? Ferrets. Yeah, it's, it's Huntington, yeah. Yeah, the golden ferrets. Um, so they decide to make this fight club where they just beat the shit out of each other because it makes girls like horny because <laughs> they want to get close to the other girls. But anyways, in the background when they're talking about and that really reminded me of Super Bad now that you said that, where Evan and um damn it. I'm slipping in my old age. Anyways, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill are talking about, you know, getting oh, girls Seth. to the party. Seth yeah, because these are real names. Yeah, Seth and Heaven. Um, but they're talking about in the background, um, Jeff like throws his crutches in the air and everybody's like, oh, yeah. dancing and like <laughs> grinding and stuff. Yeah. It's like he's back. <laughs> he's okay. Yeah. He's, it's okay. Um, and 
every time the football players are in the background, they're always like doing like grinds and like humping stuff and yeah, <laughs> just funny as shit. Uh, in uh, the in the lunchroom, they have that like uh, like birth of God or something <laughs> like behind the football's <laughs> table, like a painting yeah. with Jeff's faces on like like the origin of man. I think it is. Yep, <laughs> that classic painting. But yeah, Jeff's face is on. Yeah, um, yeah. And and stuff, you stuff. find out that he's fucking Hazel's mom. But what I love about that is when he comes out of the bedroom, he's wearing his shoulder pads. Yep, <laughs> a thong. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so awesome. Um, I don't know. It's just a really funny movie. Have you seen their other movie, Shiva Baby? I have. Yeah. Is it good? Uh, it was all right. It wasn't like this it was it was it was a comedy but it's it's pretty much like in a house like one continuous scene in a house i guess about this mm. you know a shiva um and i i, I really I, i've basically forgotten what happens for the most part i was just curious because it seems uh that pj and i don't know the real names that josie girl they they're pretty uh talented writers um yeah i i want to watch the uh I guess the uh, because there's that one part where uh, Punky Johnson shows up as Rhodes as like this uh, gay Yoda, <laughs> they called it, <laughs> yeah. um, where uh, Josie goes for advice and I'm suddenly I'm like, where's that character? Like, it feels it felt like it was an inside joke and I wasn't sure what it was, but they actually do reference Rhodes earlier in the movie. They just don't show her, um, but I think that's probably a character from this is like an expansion of, expansion of some shorts they did. Mm. so i want to go back and watch the shorts or like the yeah because the alamo had that fun like comedy central show that they had and that's yeah. pretty clever um that might be what but i was referring to you yeah. find out from that roads that so this build up to this homecoming game that they literally kill people at this homecoming game yeah like the stakes are that people will die yeah like teenagers are like going to kill other teenagers because of the what i loved about this movie too is I kept on expecting it to be like a metaphor. You know what I mean? That they're not really going to kill the teenagers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at the end, after they have this huge fallout with the fight club, all the ladies from it get together and kill the the other team. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny because before that, they were lying about killing people in juvie. And then by the end of the movie, yeah. they actually kill people. <laughs> <laughs> and they will, they will process it later. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, great. I love that this movie just went for it. Yeah. It, there, the, it makes no apologies. Yeah. In the middle, when they, uh, like when Jeff gets exposed and they go, uh, to Egg's house, and then <laughs> they're like, uh, do you guys need a bomb? Like Hazel says, do you guys need a bomb? And <laughs> Peter's like, yeah, let's do terrorism. And she does make the bomb and blow up his car. <laughs> like, man, this movie has explosions in it too. <laughs> Yeah, I love too when you go see a movie at the Alamo and you go to the pre-show, and I they had Total Eclipse of the Heart the whole video. I'm like, why is this on here? And then it's Jeff singing Total Eclipse of the Heart yeah. while his car's being blown up and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and there's like that a fun little touch too, like when the car does blow up and they're right back to the van and like they're just completely chaotic. They can't even get back in the van. Like they're just yeah. can't find the doors. Uh, and then the, yeah. the van drives away and they like do the turn like the, the wrong angles. So they have to back up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The movie is brilliant. It really is. Uh, I, so much fun. I, it's cool to see a comedy like this again because 
you know, I like Strays and I thought No Hard Feelings was, you know, they were good movies. But this is one that it seems like I'm going to be rewatching a lot and um, enjoying a lot going forward. Yeah, there's just so much baked into the background to like to enjoy. Um, and yeah, like the dialogue's just a laugh a minute. Like I'm just laughing at everything that's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just fun. And everybody should see it. I, I wish it got an actual proper rollout, you know? I mean, there's a draft house recommends, so that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. But I more mean, than like, most indies get. Yeah. It'd be nice if it was, you know, pushed a little more, but I, I, you know, before we move on, I do love when Marshawn Lynch finds out that the girls were lying to him. He's like, you know, I didn't think women were evil, but they're evil. And I fucking <laughs> hate them for it. <laughs> And uh, Amelia Hertz, Earhart's a fake hero. Yeah, yeah plenty of men fly. <laughs> plenty of men fly planes and don't crash them. Um, yeah, and on the chalkboard, like in the middle of the movie, he's like, "Feminism? Who started it? Gloria Steinem, a man or another woman?" And by the yeah. end, he's like, "White presidents have always been men and should stay that way." Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, fuck, I love this movie. Yeah. So good. I'm going to see it more times. Yes. Oh my God. The goth kid. When uh, they find out that like the lunch lady uh, accidentally gives Jeff the pineapple cup and his buddy like <laughs> throws it and it hits the goth kid. He's like, oh, that's the last straw. And he opens up his notebook and it draws out his plan to blow up the school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shit. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. This is the big movie news of the week. It's real news. Nothing. I mean, I guess Drew Barrymore is pissing people off because she's going to bring her show back. (laughs) Ah, During the SAG strike? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine some people are upset. Did she say why? It was worth doing that? Um, no, I'd have to read the article, and I don't care enough. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> news that's come out. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I get Mortal Kombat 1 in two days because I got the collector's edition, so I get it six days early. Cool. I know. I keep checking my GameStop account, though. It hasn't shipped yet. Yeah, I, I get a lot of stuff these days where, you know, it's sh- like I get the notification like the day before it arrives. I'm just like, oh. I know. Well, you know, I... Cause I was nervous because I don't really pre I've never pre-ordered on gamestop.com. Um, I did buy my PlayStation five from gamestop.com and it literally showed up the next day. Wow. Um, but this, I pre-ordered it and part of the pre-orders you got, um, like three or four weeks ago, there was a, a beta of it and I didn't want to play it cause I want to play the game. I don't want to play like the test game cause I'm weird. Um, and when it went live, I didn't get the email from GameStop for my code because you got the beta code by if you pre-ordered it. And I was like, oh, man, did I not get the collector's edition because it sold out everywhere? Um, but then the next day they sent me the code for the beta. I'm like, OK. <laughs> hmm. But my my order right now says they're trying to find product availability. And I swear to God, if I don't get it, I'm going to freak out. I mean, who you have to get complain the complain to? No one. <laughs> the only thing is I'll have to hurry up and pre-order the premium edition so I can get Shang Tsung 
because he's only available through pre-order. I'm sure you can probably buy him. There's so many like things to keep track of and buying a game now. I know. Well, they're all about the microtransactions, you know? Yeah. I mean, this uh, collector's edition I got, it comes with Shang Tsung, uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme skin, um, the combat pack, five other cameo fighters, and some sort of in-game currency, which just made my heart break. I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to have to grind even harder on this one, <laughs> I think. And what, like a year from now, they're going to release the expansion pack and it's going to have all yeah. this stuff in it yeah. right from the get-go? The joke, the, the joke is on um, NetherRealm and WB Games. Um, just like Immortal Kombat 11, I won't pay to unlock skins. I will grind for hours to get them. <laughs> so the joke is on them. Do not hey. test me. <laughs> yeah, I will play this game for hours. <laughs> we watch things throughout the week in a segment I call What We've Been Watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Brad, anything of note this week? Uh, yeah, A lot of old stuff. Uh, like, obviously, I watched Not Another Teen Movie after watching uh, Bottoms. Um, I guess new stuff I saw. The Secret of My Success with Michael J. Fox. I'd never seen before. Oh, that's an all right movie. Yeah, it's an all right movie. <laughs> Very 80s. <laughs> Very 80s. Uh, I don't think it ages well in a lot of places. Um, I, I do love the joke when he's in that apartment and the lady says, kiss my ass. And the guy says, that'll take all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, oh, there's another movie I watched recently. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, God. I was like, wow, this is <laughs> people who like really in for this type of movie it, it, it uh, spoilers for a 600th episode if people haven't heard it yet zach was aghast that you did not like <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah and I, I i think he's the one with uh I, i'm more concerned about his uh taste after watching <laughs> approving of that one i think he gave it five stars i'm just like dude <laughs> have you watched it recently yeah uh, maybe he just loves john denver who knows Ugh. I forgot to say on the show that like John Denver, you can see where the movie's like shot out of order uh, because like there's some scenes where he's like caught up to being an actor and there's other ones where it seems like he's floundering, just like wondering what to do <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, I watched the secret of my success and I watched, um, I watched uh cruising, which is like, like from 1980. It's uh, who did I forget the director. Um, but it's Al Pacino and he's like a cop who gets, um, recruited to infiltrate, um, I'm here just to cruise. <laughs> yeah. To infiltrate, like, there's like this, uh, gay killer killing gay men in New York. Um, uh, okay. so he gets recruited to, uh, pretend to be a gay man and infiltrate, find out who's doing it. And yeah, it was like, I don't know, just not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it feels like it's trying to be shocking, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's 2020. It's not, or 23. It's not now. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and like it, it turns into like a different movie by the end because it I almost suggests that like this whole assignment is like corrupting him, and he's like mm. starting to he's starting to stalk the guy he thinks is the killer, almost like in a B 
being the killer kind of way. Um, yeah. So it, interesting. It, it's fun to see like eighties, New York, like grimy eighties, New York and all that. But other than that, I was like, uh, okay. Not sure what this movie's going for. Yeah. I mean, I guess back then the shocking thing would be, you know, the, the gay element. I know, like everyone looks like Freddie Mercury in the movie. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, as much like bare asses, like right in front of the lens, but yeah, whatever. (laughs) They got the bare ass, you know. It's not much different from Jeff wearing his uh, thong and his uh, shoulder pads <laughs> and bottoms. But yeah, everyone's like in a dive bar. Like most of the scenes are just, yeah, people <laughs> dancing to disco in a dive bar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then the last thing I rewatched was Terminator Genesis, which I haven't seen since the theater. Mm. And uh, there's some dialogue scenes where I'm like, yep, I re- I'm reminded why this sucked so hard. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, I almost forgot it was a movie that exists. Because, uh, yeah, Cause I mean, that's Dark the Fate one came that out. came after three, yeah. right? It's between, no, it's between Salvation and Dark Fate. Oh, that's right. I keep on forgetting Salvation. Yeah, I consider like one, two, and three, like the original trilogy, and then Salvation, mm-hmm. Genesis, and Dark Fate is its own trilogy. It wasn't intended to be that way, but that's how I'm clustering it sure so. i think terminator 3 is better than people give it credit for stay tuned to film explosion 2003 <laughs> i mean compared to what's come after it i mean it's not bad <laughs> um but, but yeah fun. but yeah the, like there's actually some cool stuff in genesis like the way they recreate scenes from like the 84 movie uh, like it, it's a cool reveal when yeah uh yeah actually the like the cgi arnold in that is is pretty impressive like the young arnold uh, and it's cool when like, yeah. they recreate that scene where he appears and then older Arnold shows up and like fights him like stuff like that's cool. But um, there's like, you know, the alternate timeline, Sarah Connor, like calls him pops and they have like this back and forth about how um, Kyle Reese, like they're supposed to fall in love and stuff. And like, it, yeah. the, like the, just the way the stuff, the dog plays out is just so cringy. Um. Yeah, and ultimately, you're making me want to watch it again, though. <laughs> oh no, I'll stop then. <laughs> um. Oh, actually, uh, that reminds me. I also watched Dread, uh, which I hadn't uh, watched in a while, and I actually the watched Carl it going. One? Yeah, yeah, that one's awesome. Yeah, like I remember not like I remember all, also having the same problem with like bad dialogue, but this time I watched it, and I was like, I don't remember why I didn't like this. So yeah, upgrade. Um. Now I'm like, oh, I got to find that steel book. So, oh, yeah, I got that still book. Yeah. Cause it, it actually is the first time I watched it in a long time because the still book is fucking awesome. So I was like, you know what? It was, I think I got it, the still book for $12.99. Ooh. It was on sale. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll get it and watch it again. And it, when I watch it, I, much like you, I go, man, this movie's cooler than I remember it. Yeah. The only bummer is that like, it's clearly engineered for 3D. And obviously I can't replicate that. So mm-hmm. there's, there's sequences in it where I'm like, oh, man, I bet this looks really good right now. Like all yeah. that slow-mo stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I watched. Uh, yeah, I only watched, uh, well, I watched Sleepy Hollow again, which is the fun Tim Burton movie. Um, it's gory and kind of cartoony, but it's fun. Um, and I also, the new thing I watched was Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares. 
which is the Robert England um, documentary. And it's, it's pretty fun. It's uh, about two hours long and he goes through basically his whole filmography. And he talks about his experiences uh, working on each film, stories from each film, um, how he got into film. He, he was in theater and he decided to be in film. Um, and there's some really funny stories about uh, working in low budget films, which he's doing now. And they asked him, you know, why do you do the low budget stuff now? And he said, because it's lots of fun and I'd rather have lots of fun than make movies that, that don't interest me. I'm like, all right, I'm on board. And he says he's having fun playing like the old grizzled, like priest or teacher or something in films. Um, and it, it's kind of cool seeing him chart his career. Um, before Freddy and then after Freddy and how he's fully embraced, you know, being a horror movie actor and how it's kept him working all these years. Um, and he seems like he's like a genuinely nice guy when he's being interviewed for <laughs> these two hours. Um, I, I and they bring so. a lot. What's up? I was going to say, like, I, I hope so. I, yeah, if you make a documentary about him, you're like, <laughs> you know, like, Hey, we made a documentary about how much of a prick you are. Yeah. But then, you know, you hear uh, stories that uh, Heather Langenkamp, who is Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street, um, her son passed away from brain cancer. And I, oh, man, fuck. And uh, but she talks about how, you know, Robert England was always calling her and checking on her and her son and um, that he helps. uh, He likes working with first time directors and he helps them um, understand the process of making films. And he's always there to help and it, it is kind of cool they had a lot of behind the scenes stuff on these uh, low budget movies with him working out blocking and scenes with the directors um it, i mean it's, it's kind of cool to see because i mean i mean everybody knows who he is because of freddy krueger but um it's nice that someone of that quote-unquote stature would help people that you know are making their first film or whatnot to have more confidence it was, it, was, it was really nice to see and is it's not a, a deep documentary but it is a cool behind the curtains look about a, you know a working actor really nice yeah so i recommend that one um brad what are we seeing next week i don't even know are you seeing a haunting in venice i think so um i was i was we only have a minute left um I know Saw X is right around the corner. I haven't seen a trailer for it in the theater. So uh, so that's the end of September. I think it's a haunting in Venice. Yeah. That sounds good. We'll, we'll see a haunting in Venice. <laughs> sounds good, yeah. Until next week, we'll see you at the movies. Bye. A real nerd knows who shot a real nerd. Thanks for listening to Real Nerds Podcast, a Nebulous Visions production. Stream or download episodes, read articles at realnerdspodcast.com. Stream us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Follow us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, at Real Nerds. Watch us on YouTube, Real Nerds Podcast. Email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Call us at 720-6Nerds5. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill, Mike at Plan 9 Studios, and Bologna for all of our groovy theme songs. 
and that's how you fucking do it.